So welcome to episode 15 of Never Go Full Nelson. I'm your host, Neil Nelson. And I'm your these... other host, Megan Nelson. Mm. Is that right? Mm. No, that right? sucked. <laughs> and... Yeah. Okay. Didn't mean to step on your dick. It's all good. Ew, ew. <laughs> yeah, like my dick hasn't been stepped on 50 times. Big deal. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Fucking hard, hardcore. <laughs> okay. That's what happens. That's what happens. My dick and hard in the same sentence. That would be cool. <laughs> Yeah, down the load trip, road less traveled. Don't right say here. load either, God. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you gotta be able to hang. You gotta be yeah. able to hang here. Yeah, we were at a wedding. We were at a, we were at a wedding the other day, and uh, we we're all sitting at a table. And Neil just screams "cunt" across the goddamn. Fuck no, wall. that isn't what I said. I she, the, so we, we sat down next to this people that we didn't know, but apparently I know, but that I don't know. It happens a lot. And the the lady was talking about food, and Jen was like, well, you know, he, there was like this tuna pate that he wouldn't eat. And she's like, you wouldn't eat the tuna pate? And I was like, no, I don't want to eat the tuna pate. I spit it out. And she's like, you spit it out? And I was like, yeah, I spit it out. She's like, well, why did you spit it out? And I was like, because I didn't like it. Why did you like it? And I was like, because it tasted like a fucking anchovies cunt. I don't know. And it screamed across the goddamn fucking reception. And it was like... <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, Neil. Oh. She laughed. Oh, I'm sure she thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Everybody else was like, These are Kristen and her sister were talking about here. Like, like that's the worst thing that was said that night. Yeah, they no. were telling uh, me how uh, they wanted, they fooled her mom by trying to get a tattoo that said butt sluts on their fucking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's not like it was like the classiest fucking joint. Let's just be honest. Mm. Oh, can oh. we cut that though? Just in case they listen. Well, you know, too they, late. You, you offended all the anchovies in the room too, so that's all right. No, it was actually t- the tuna. They he offended the tuna. Tuna. The, ant- the, ant- the anchovies were like, yeah. So what? I smell. So what? Right. The tuna tastes like my cunt. I that's guess. right. The Everybody fish are swimming that. around. They're like, oh. <laughs> they're like, are you hearing this? <laughs> well, you want, go ahead. Go ahead and do the intro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to season two, episode 15. We think this is going to be our season finale, maybe our career finale. Who knows? We'll see. But uh, welcome everyone. This is uh, Ben Nelson. I'm your host and this co-host is Nick Nelson. What's up? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? We also have a whole room full of Nelsons here. We got Megan Nelson. What's up? Daughter. Daughter. Fantastic. And Neil Nelson. I just want you to know that my intro was way better. (laughs) <laughs> that's right it was it's too bad no one will ever hear it <laughs> so I'm Neil, sorry continue so Neil and I are sharing <laughs> this is going to be tough Neil and I are sharing the same channel uh, sorry Preston um, hopefully we can kind of pull them apart a little bit when I'm talking yeah, or when pull twins apart a little bit <laughs> and when he's talking so we can kind of EQ them a little differently but if we don't, and we sound the same, it sounds like just me talking a whole lot. I promise you it's not. Just It's Neil talking a whole lot. I mean, I can actually <laughs> try to sound more like you if you want, to make it even more confusing. Well, I mean, I could also try to sound more like Neil if you want. <laughs> Wait, you know what I, I, sound like, I sound like John Benjamin all of a sudden. Like, get out of here. Really? <laughs> Read a book. <laughs> Do you want to answer? What, we're not phrasing anymore? <laughs> 
So what's been going on? What's going on, guys? Nick, Nick, what about you? What's what's going on, in Nick World? You know, I don't know. Just uh, just working. You know, we're, we're got some got some moves we're trying to make soon. So hopefully we get that stuff going. You know, um, nothing really that exciting. You know? oh, okay. I mean, okay. there's some exciting stuff, but not ready to talk about it yet. I guess. Yeah. You know? Well, world the world's got a bunch of stuff uh, going on in it, man. I tell you what. Yeah, you sent me some uh, some stuff. Uh, yeah, about yeah, some stuff. I, mean, I I know you wanted to chat about some of that. Well, I um, do, I do. Yeah, and I think we got the right people in the room to talk about it. Since all of us are white, we should be taking them talking about critical race theory. Why I don't not? even know what that is. I'm not gonna lie. Well, uh, that's why that's why I brought it up. You know, and and most people don't know what it is, and that's why they talk so much about it, which is kind of fucked up, right? No, you, you mean. You know what's funny? I don't want to interrupt you, but this is a perfect example of it. Uh, you know that douchebag Rick Stacy I listened to in the morning just for shits and giggles to get me all nice and pissed off? Yeah. Um, you should probably stop that. And um, yeah, he was talking about it, and he was playing this interview of this uh, supposed, air quotes, pro- professor um, at a school somewhere. He's like, yeah, I know. I know that, that, that technically, you know, unless you're in college, you know, studying law, you're not getting taught critical laser, but that, no, no, he wasn't even a fucking, he was a, he was a gym teacher saying this. That's right. He was a fucking gym teacher, which means, you know, he doesn't know shit about what he's talking about when it comes to curriculum. Um, so he's like, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you in school, they're still teaching a form of critical race theory. You can't go to school without learning about how, how we, you know, how white people screwed over, you know, black, black people or brown people or people of color or somewhere in history, blah, blah, blah. And then that's what that. So they're taking what the actual critical race theory, which is a no. Can we backpedal and and actually what is critical race theory? Like just yeah, like well, here the, you the go. Idiots in the room. Let me let me and and I, I put a little work into this because I I wanted to get it correct. Um, and just just in a nutshell, I mean it 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 just says critical race theory just says let's pay attention to what has happened in our country. And what has happened in this country is continuing to create differential outcomes in everything. Critical race theory is more of a patriotic than those who are opposed to it because we believe in promises of equality. And we know we can't get there if you don't confront and talk honestly about inequality. Now, if that bothers people who are conservative, tough shit. Wait, I mean, is that we're, a we're talking from about somebody? We're talking about things who are... Um, who that are actually happened instead of building this this form of America where here's what happened here's American history we took the took America from the British and now everybody's fucking free and everybody has equal chances to get ahead it's not true it's just not true so that's that's what happens and uh, what the, the what it does is more applied to law in the U.S. history. And attempts to reveal how, how racial oppression shaped the legal fabric of U.S. critical race theory is traditionally less concerned with how racism manifests itself in interactions with individuals and more concerned with how racism has been and is codified in law. And all you need to do is look at our, our even the Constitution and everything, and everything has that tinge of racism. Everything is slanted a little bit to where, you know... It always has been. Yeah, it, it always, always has been. been. It always it still is. It still fucking is. That's why they're teaching it. And in law, you got to be taking a law course to to get taught any kind of critical race theory. And basically, the layman's term, it's just uh, it's just 
it teaches certain people who are, or it teaches, teaches certain students who are learning about law, um, how certain laws out there are specifically geared towards people of color. Yeah. But that's yeah. pretty much what it is. And conservatives are losing their shit because they heard critical race theory, right? And then there, there's this pro- fucking propaganda going around that's getting taught to fucking kids for some but, reason. But, I mean, uh, I, I don't study law and I don't, I don't know what that is, but I, I'm, I know that that happens. I, yeah. I don't have to be taught that. I, it's, it's in plain sight. Yeah. So, and, and it's not like they're teaching that too, really. And that's a good point Neil, because it's not like, you know, first graders, second, third, third graders, even in high school, there's not a class called crit- No, what, the, what they are they're in college and stuff like that is they're, they're looking at law and studying law and how laws got to be the way they were. And it has to do with, you know, justice and inequality. And, and, you know, and, you know, lots of the tenets of law are that like cases should be treated in a like manner. And so with that in mind, you have to see how these laws actually affect people. Do they affect everybody the same way? And they don't. And, it, and it's, I mean, you know, we should pride ourselves in being sure that everybody is taught and taught these things. But, but uh, there's also like four tenets uh, of, of this. And this is good. First, they, they believe, you know, people who are studying critical race theory, you, you, to study it, you really have to believe that race is not fundamentally or essentially a matter of biology, but rather a social construct. That's what conservatives and white racists have a problem with. They think it's biological, that something is basically wrong. That's where the whole inferior races came in, everything like this. It's a social construct. Well, I, I uh, think there's probably a little bit more to it, too. I mean, if you, th- if you break it down, you know, like we've talked about it on the show too, before, too. Like, I think, it's, I think it has a lot to do with, with tribalism, too. Like, you know, you don't look yeah. like my tribe. You know what I mean? And right. there was always but a little bit of precaution so- there because, yeah. you know, that back when we were tribal humans, which we still are, I don't know why we say back when we were, but we still are, that, you know, we're still drawing fucking invisible lines in the sand and saying, this is my land. You can't, you know, but, you know, yeah. we have this kind of, uh, I don't know if what you want to call it. It's, it's instinct, you know, that, that, okay, if you're not in my tribe, I don't trust you because I don't know what you're going to do or what you're capable yeah. of or yada, yada, yada. But, you know, but, but, but tribes are a social construct. I mean, they just are, they are. it's not biological. And, and so yeah, I guess what you, I see what you're saying then. Yeah. So, so what they did, but what this happened, it morphed into some people, you know, Tennessee and a couple of places, I think Texas passed all these laws that, that, that just kind of perverted the whole thing, you know, trying to say, you know, you're, no one will be made feel feel guilty because of their race. I mean, like, what? Well, I know what you're talking about. You don't want white people feeling guilty about what happened in the past. Nobody's saying you have to feel guilty about it. I don't. You know, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I have sympathy for what no, happened. I have sympathy. Past, I don't. I don't feel guilt. I for didn't something. have anything to do with it. Yeah. Well, no, but I'm just. I'm just saying. But like that's and and a, a lot of these. Uh, a lot of what I think we have to understand about. Uh, this pushback is that that's kind of like a classic pushback about when people feel pressured, if they feel like they're losing control, if they feel like they're losing power or whatever like that, that's, that's really what this is all about. And so they have to say that, that, that critical race theory is a threat and, and and it's not a threat. It's not a threat to put people on an equal playing field. It's just not, 
Well, you know, I had a client um, in in the shop the other day, and uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> white guy, ex military, you know, yeah, uh, works in a cushy government contract job. You know what I mean? Um, really nice guy, great client, um, funny, you know, whatever. But we, we you know, in in the, in the industry, we 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 talk about a lot of things. If I don't have my earphones in, you know. And, um, uh, you, you get talking about sometimes subject matter that, that can be a little touchy and, you know, uh, people tend to sometimes, uh, be a little bit more honest than, you know, maybe what they would be if you were just yapping with somebody at the grocery store. And he was talking about how, you know, it started to slip a little bit and he was kind of like, you know, it's, you know, I just don't like this idea that things aren't hard for me. And, you know, like, like I, like I didn't struggle or like that everything that I have, I didn't kill myself for. And I'm still not trying to kill myself to keep everything that I've done has been extremely difficult, extremely hard. And I've worked my ass off to get where I'm at. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Now imagine you were black Yeah, on top yeah. of all of that. Yeah, no, I yeah. mean, that's literally what I said. And I could see, I could see him sit there for a second. And then like, I could see something happened just for a second. And he was kind of like, yeah, I guess you're right. And just for a second, there was a little bit of empathy. You know what I mean? A little bit of compassion towards like, okay, yeah, I get it. You worked hard. Now imagine doing everything you went through and also being black. You know what I mean? Or being a person of color or whatever. And I think that that is a a really um, strong testament to like this idea that you're talking about that people, people don't people maybe feel invalidated if if you give somebody what maybe people consider a pass right then all of a sudden yeah. all of your hard work is invalidated somehow so so here's what i kind of connected this to and it, whether it's you know a righteous connection or not well was this whole idea of you know this uh idea of being woke is being pushed back on not like me as a 67 year old knows much about woke I know what it is, you know, but I, I know that the, the definition really is, is, is to be aware of social injustice, basically social and racial injustice. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, with that basic, if you boil it down to, to that. Um, and, and because of that, that's what, that's what I think that humanity's at battle with itself right now because of that, because all of a sudden when somebody thinks that that's a bad thing, something's wrong. Of course, we should be lucid and aware of the plight of the people less fortunate around us. What's, why not, right? Well, because I, I mean, I think that there's something else going on. And I, I, think, that, I think that politicians, uh, Democrats and Republicans aren't talking about it. I think that local politicians aren't talking about it. I think that uh, pundits aren't talking about it. I think that it's not being talked about on NPR and it's it being talked about in conservative circles, but I think it's a really, really important issue and it's not being talked about. And it's two very specific things. One, which is a broad statement, the middle working class is completely not, it's not on their, this, this wonderful new bill that they're passing. They're putting, uh, I think, I don't know how much money it is to it to make it to where there's one IRS agent for every 400 people, meaning the way that they're going to pay this is not squeezing billionaires and millions. They're going to squeeze the middle class to pay for this infrastructure bill. 
And they're hiring more IRS agents to make sure that they get the money because they know they can't get it from the ultra-rich rich and the lobbyists. And so that, yeah, this, this bill is amazing, but the way that they're paying for it is on the shoulders of, again, the middle class. So you have a working middle class that is not represented. Well, I think you're talking about two completely different things when it comes in involving, you know, like... Well, because I'm going to take it a step further, if, if you give me a chance. The step, the, the step two part of that is white working middle class. The people who feel, and maybe they have a right to, they feel passed over. They feel unheard. They feel like they don't have a platform anymore, that they're not represented, that they're the, that they're, you have one party that says that they represent them, but they really represent the rich. And then you have another party that represents, in their eyes, everybody else but them. So, and nobody's talking about that. Nobody, and, and people you, do talk about it. They just don't, they, they're, the, the, you got to understand, like when it comes to this political divide, if that's what you want to call it, you have you know, people that are so-called Democrats, you know, that are on the so-called left, which they're not. And then you have so-called conservatives or Republicans, which are on the so-called right. And they're like on the fucking far right, which, you know, that's where they usually sit. Very rarely do you meet a conservative and they're like, oh, yeah, I consider myself more of a moderate, you know, and like, you just don't, you don't meet too many conservatives that are. You used to. You used to. to. You just I don't hear anymore. a lot of people saying that they're conservative moderates, but they're not. No, I mean that's a this it's the whole neocon movement. The whole neocon movement is is if you're not on the far right, then you're not on the right. You know what I mean? But you know, I, I think realistically speaking, you know, you have so the uh, it's like anything else. You have the loudest voices in the room are usually the ones that are heard, right? You know what I mean? So yeah. like you got assholes like Trump and even assholes on the fucking left, you know, like I was just on, on uh what was it? CNN or one of those fucking stations. They were talking about how, you know, um, the new, uh, I don't know. Uh, I sound like an idiot now. I'm not saying it. It was a new, um, I don't know if it was Senate or I think it was the governor. What's the assistant governor? The one underneath the governor. It's the Lieutenant governor, Lieutenant governor, what is a black lady and it's in a high, she's a conservative and it's in a hyper conservative area. And these two, you know, black pundits on, you know, CNN were basically calling saying it was racist and that she was a puppet and all this yada, 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 and this and that, you know, and it's like, so it, it does sometimes happen on, I don't want to be on these guys. Oh, both sides are doing it. It does happen more on one side, but you get these really loud fucking people kind of mouth in this nonsense. And, and I, I don't think, I do think that, I don't know, man, it's hard to fucking. I think that there's, I think that there's this thing happening and it's, what about me? And when you have a, an era where there is no firm foundation for a long lasting and stable middle class, specifically white middle class Americans, and you have the up in stage focused on what what most white middle class Americans might not think is important like oh he she they rights you know and the, and you have white middle America like okay that's great I still need to pay my fucking bills so I don't really care what people call each other I need to I need to pay my bills and I can see I don't I don't necessarily agree but I can see how people can, when, when, you're, when you're in the grind and you're trying to make ends meet, 
and you're trying to do your best and you're trying to pay your bills and you're trying to figure out how you're going to put your kids in college and you have all this stuff going on. And then all of a sudden you have people not only a saying you're part of the problem and B, um, we're not going to talk about you right now. And the people that are talking about you are very toxic. People like Trump, uh, you know, the, the Mitch McConnell's of the fucking world who don't care either. They don't care, but they know that there's a base there that is being untapped. So I don't think the answer is when, when, when I hear the word like woke or woke culture, um, I think that there's a big issue there, which is if we're going to talk about inclusion, we can't start at the basis or foundation that white middle America is already included because if they were, they would have a voice, which it's very apparent with the way things that are going on, the way people, the, the way that people react, the way that people are holding on to almost cultish behavior, they actually don't have a voice. They're not given a voice. And I think that if we're talking about inclusion, then we have to include everyone. Well, let's let's the- include everyone. What's your, what's your take on this stuff, Megan? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> are you high? <laughs> I wish. Did you eat edible? No. You're like, I'm going to do this podcast. I'm going to eat this edible. <laughs> I go night night. Uh, <laughs> no, I think the, the other thing, uh, it's, it's hard for, uh, like when you were naming the, you know, minorities and them having a good time. Like, just imagine if that guy you were talking to was not only black, but a woman. Yeah. Yes. Then it's Absolutely. real fun. <laughs> black women, yeah. just, they, they have a real bad time. But um, uh, I don't know. Yeah. What, what I, are the answers, Megan? Yeah. Let's hear I wish, it. I wish What's I had What's the fucking them? answer, bro? I just cry well, and no, eat I Christmas mean... tree cakes every time I return the news. <laughs> on, so. <laughs> I just eat Christmas tree cakes and cry. Well, you know, and, and Neil, to your, po- to your point, I, <laughs> Neil, I, I understand that, the, you know, the dynamic of Trumpism and why it appeals to middle America and how oh, uh, oh, white God. people feel, feel oppressed. Or whatever it is that they feel. I don't think it's oppression, but, you know. Oppressed, left out, whatever, left out of the conversation. You know, what Can you if, let me know if is. my dog's too loud? He just brought his bone in here. Yeah. Oh, okay. If you hear him chewing, uh, I'm sorry. It's all good. But, uh, okay, sorry. But I think it's just a matter of varying degree. I mean, I mean, feeling, people feeling left out of the conversation doesn't mean they are. No, but if you have, uh, if you have bills that are being passed that aren't helping those same people... And those people are struggling. It's kind of hard to be like, you know what? Let's focus on a group of people that aren't us when we are in turn also struggling. You know what I mean? It makes it really yeah. hard to find support. Yeah, but but those bills. I mean, and I know that may be the impression, but legislatively, the bills that are there to help poor black people, poor uh, minorities, are there to help poor. Poor white people too, and there are a lot of them. They just don't identify, like you know, they 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 still collecting social security. They're still collecting welfare. You know, it's the same thing. Um, but um, I I don't I don't really that doesn't really resonate too much with me because I think that that's that's a perception, but it's not a reality so far. But and and I think that that comes down to how how does how does that story get told in a way to where people are empathetic for people who don't have anything? 
I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that a really tough question to ask someone like, like you would be, are you financially struggling? Who, me? Yeah. No. Well, exactly. So it's hard. Put yourself in the frame of mind of someone who might be financially struggling uh, over and over and over again, and they're doing everything they can to try to not only make ends meet, but try to battle this looming debt that's following after them, you know? And then you, oh, you yeah. ask the question, why aren't you caring enough about these other people that you should care about? And it's like, uh, where the, f- what, wh- where the fuck is my help? And I'm not speaking from, from, pr- I'm just, I'm just yeah. saying it's, it's, it is an issue. And I, and I hear it all the time. It's, from. it's funny. Cause I just saw a meme yesterday and it was like this boomer sitting in a restaurant alone. And it was like the, at the top says boomers, uh, uh, last year, if you don't like making minimum wage, get a different job. And it shows oh, yeah. like the boomer sitting in a restaurant alone. He's like, yeah. why is nobody serving me? <laughs> yeah, that's a true. good one. That's a good one. It's but, true because um, St- Steph and I were just at fucking Cracker Barrel and there were two people working there and there were p- these old people were like, there's all these tables open. Why can't we just go sit down and eat? And this, the host keeps telling them because there's two servers here. There's two. We have two servers working right now. That's it. Well, yeah. And, and you know, the same group of people that some people are like, Oh, well, people aren't, aren't working now because they're getting paid so much welfare. Really? No, no they're not. not. No, they're not. That's, 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 that's a, I don't know that's anybody that's getting paid in welfare. That's more, I, I, I don't know. No, anybody. no, I know, I, mean, I, know, I, I know that there were some people on unemployment, extended unemployment during the COVID, um, uh, during the COVID, um, crisis, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know anybody who was like, it's not working because I get it for free now. You know, I don't, I don't know. Nobody. No, I don't. I don't. I, I, I think a lot mm-hmm. of the the rhetoric that we hear, um, within like, like, uh, oh, like you know, millennials not you know working, or you know that there's like some kind of weird job strike going on, or, and obviously there is struggles hiring people right now. But I think a lot of this um, rhetoric that we hear is like this reverb echo chamber of like. Twitter and Facebook and everything else. And it makes one wonder like how much of this is actually happening and how much of this is this echo chamber within this social platform that we're resonating, you know? And I don't know if that's too intensive. I think some of it is. Yeah. Go ahead, no, sorry. I was to say, that's what I was going to say earlier is a lot of it. You're like, not you, but like, if you say something's not being talked about, well, it is just not where you can see it. A lot of yeah. it could be talked about. There are bills being passed that you don't, that just doesn't get news because it's not like the topic. I, but to, to what you're saying, I mean, I do think that the reality of the situation is, is there is an unspoken work, worker strike going on, but it's not like a collect, it's not like a, it's, we all got together and it's fucking said, okay, we're, yeah, no, it's just a bunch of people saying, what, what, it, continually for God knows how long now. Profits have been ex- crazy. Profits have been made off of the backs of a non-growth, uh, a non-economic growth through wages. So you have rent in Orlando, just perfect example, right? Rent in Orlando, just in the last year, just in the last year, has gone up thirty-eight fucking percent. Thirty-eight percent in the last year since twenty twenty. This time, twenty twenty, it's thirty-eight percent higher. Uh, raises wages haven't gone up i don't charge more an hour i should at this rate if i gotta pay more in fucking rent 
than I do. Why, why don't I guess I have to raise my rates? So it's like there's this like continue like people are just fucking fed up of like especially people under a certain wage bracket, especially at the minimum wage or at the bottom of the wage. You know, I think are just fucking fed up of just being completely expected to to somehow not only survive but thrive in these fucking financial conditions. It's just well, impossible. yeah, they are fed up, but yeah, yeah, they are fed up and they're rightfully fed up, but. I have to listen to those same people be rankled because the the spending thing that you um, you know the build back better uh, legislation just got passed, which is awesome and which which has been needed for forty or fifty years. I agree. I'm just saying collected from the right people. That's all. It it um, yep. And but they tried to do that. They tried to do that, but they were stopped. They couldn't get it passed like that. And anytime you go to raise taxes on the risk, for some reason, a lot of the conservatives make poor conservatives think that's going to keep you from getting rich. Well, no, it's not. You know, you know, you're taxing people over, you know, two million dollars or whatever. That's not going to affect you whatsoever. I mean, let's just be honest. The tax code was not written by poor people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But but I mean, it needs to be. But there have been there have been. Just really honest to goodness efforts to change that and to go ahead and turn back the the Reagan era and the and the, the Trump era tax Not- cuts that were made to the rich. I mean, and, and they there's just major pushback um, by by I will say some both parties, but it, I mean there was they were really there, trying to do that. There's some Democrats that, that are against it too. I, I mean, yeah, that's what I said. There's a yeah. there's a I mean, when you have. When you have the IRS hiring more agents to squeeze the middle class, because they're not going to go after the ultra rich. I'm sorry, I, I haven't heard that. Where where did you hear that? The 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 the, the number I was I read. Now I don't I, I I don't have a fact check in front of me, but I I would I from what I read, it was like they were wanting to hire one agent for every 400 Americans, right? Where now it's like one agent for like two or 2,500 people. I don't know. It's 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 very difficult for agents to audit people and stuff like that, and. One of the other things that they're doing to change some of this uh, by squeezing is Venmo, Cash App, these apps. They're going to start flagging a certain number of money that comes in. So if you charge over $600, say, on Cash App, right? And now they're going to guise it under, we're going to try to you know track down drug dealers, all right? But drug dealers aren't making drug deals through Venmo, okay? It's just not happening. And... So let's say I do, uh, I charge uh, $800 or something and I go through Cash App, all of a sudden um, the IRS is flagged or whoever's watching is flagged saying this money is coming through about this amount and now I'm flagged to potentially be audited. And and what, like uh, uh, I mean, me who's, you know, uh, barely scraping by, I'm, I'm going to be audited or it's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. And then you got, you know, uh, our ex-president who fucking blatantly lied on his taxes for uh, took a billion dollar loss, right? Uh, he doesn't get fucking audited, right? Nobody audits him. Nobody audits his other fucking billionaire. Well, apparently right? the only reason he didn't show his taxes is because, you know, he's been audited for, you know, seven years in a row. Yeah, whatever. Shit. Yeah, whatever. You know what? Elon Musk released a uh, tweet the other day. I don't know how, how true it is. I saw it online, so it doesn't necessarily mean it's true. But it said, um, I, the reason I am not taxed like, uh, I don't get paid a, um, what do you say? I don't get paid a salary, nor do I get paid in bonuses. Uh, and unfortunately owning stocks do not get taxed. So basically 
if you are a stockholder and you're collecting money through stocks, apparently there's no tax laws for that. I, I don't know what the fuck he was saying, but because he doesn't make a salary and he only makes money off of his stocks going up, I guess there's no taxes. There's no tax bracket for that. So he's just, that's why he doesn't pay taxes. Yeah, that's a special loophole uh, that we call a fucking lie. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't get a salary and he doesn't get paid dividends. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah. What's he living on? What's he living on? He says he's oh, living off the, he the, just goes, the exponential great raises in his stockholds. No, that doesn't pay anything. They don't, they, you know, yeah, when you're talking, that, that, that's like fictional money. Yeah. When your stocks go up, you just watch it happen. Yeah, you have if you to, pull the you money have to out, sell them. Was well, every once in a while, just sell uh, five or six stocks and, uh, you know, <laughs> give me a, a, a five, you know, oh, can you, here, I want to get a hamburger. Here's a stock. <laughs> what the fuck? What kind of no, idiots he's, he, uh, he knows the kind of idiots he's talking to. Is maybe he has a lot of Bitcoin, dad. Okay. Yeah, he's a Bitcoin. <laughs> can anybody Bitcoin. explain to me what this is? It's a, it's a fictional. No, no, that, that I, you can try to explain it. I'm just not going to get it. It's, get it. There's nothing to get. It's just a fictional. It's a fictional. It's, it's, it's literally just a figment that has monetary value to it now. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, can we it's just like start trading in Minecraft money. coins? You could. You could if, yeah. if there was a stock in it and enough people believe they could make money in it. It's silly. Yeah. It's, it's really it's what our economics is based off of. Buying like, money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about oh, what a dollar well. bill is. It's just and, a, and I just, I, can I be clear for a minute? I don't want to sound like I'm not, I'm someone in an opposition of equality and um, inclusion and stuff like that. I was just trying to alter or not alter, uh, offer an alternate perspective that is being talked about, but I don't, I don't know that there are people listening to that. You know what I mean? Not in a way that, because if we, if we all just decide, Hey, all of us are important here. And yes, there is a difference between quality. Um, uh, with that, whatever that fucking chart is where the people standing in front of the fucking fence thing. Yeah. There's differences there. I, I don't, I don't have to know how to say what it is right now, but I don't know. I just, I think that if we, if we had our representatives, somebody needs to talking focus. About, talking about fairness versus equality. Right, right. Versus, but yeah. somebody in our government needs to focus on the work, like not like pretend they're going to and not actually not do it. No, somebody needs to focus on working America again, blacks, whites, Hispanics, uh, whoever working Americans need focus yeah but you remember what you're talking about the loudest when i was talking about the loudest voice they just don't have the loudest voice right now the loudest voice is what you brought up at the beginning of this conversation critical race theory right it really has no relevance it really has no fucking relevance to what happens tomorrow or or what it doesn't but that's what people are talking about because it has the conservatives are going against against a war against critical race theory because that's going to ruin your life uh they're going in war against homosexuality because that's going to ruin your life gay marriage is going to ruin your life um, you know, Don't taking away abortions. guns. We're going to ruin your life. Abortion is going to ruin your happy life. Holidays. I mean, happy holidays. <laughs> and happy then, holidays. And then, War on yeah. Christmas. Now you got happy some. Holidays. Now you got some douchebag representative who says, "Oh, you're all this war against toxic masculinity, whatever." Are you that talking is. about the New Jersey dude that won? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He spent two thousand dollars. Good. I you hope you never get laid ever again. There, Jesus there's, there's a part of me that says, you know what? I'm glad that 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 person who is an established Democrat with a cushy seat, I'm glad they got fucking voted out because you know what? 
people in the Senate should fear for their fucking jobs. I'm sorry. There, you've had people in that in that fucking position for 46, 48, 52 fucking years. You know what? I'm glad somebody. Yeah, but that's not how it's set up. It's set up to where the d- Democratic fucking the the Democratic and the Republican the the way the way they're set up. They they decide who they want, right? And if you try and run against another Democrat that's sitting there, they're not gonna they're not gonna support you. And you can't. You have to have the support of the Democratic Party. Well, the guy still or the won. Republican Party. Because he probably hasn't supported the Democratic Party. No, actually, he doesn't. He he's a he's a wild card. They they have no idea so how he a, won. So he's an independent. No, he won because he said on air, "You have people forcing you to get COVID shots at your job. I don't like that. You have a governor making COVID mandates. He shouldn't be doing that. And you had a bunch of fucking New Jersey people. I don't know New Jerseyites, New, New Jerseyans, assholes. I'm sorry, New New, New Jersey New Jerseyites. <laughs> oh no no I'm sorry assholes anyways who are like who are like yeah like why should i have to get the covid job to keep my child and and they voted for this fucking guy who spent two thousand two thousand think about that for a minute the most established democrat right and a guy running against him who spent two grand and somehow won that says something like yeah, I, that says people are 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 fucking single issue voters i don't That's know what man i think that you're you're belittling a really important issue here and to to ignore that is to be um, ignorant to what's actually happening. If you have a majority of people doing something, regardless if you agree or not, you have to stop and take a step back and say, okay, why are people doing this? What is happening? What is the underlying issue here? And if you go out and just say, you're just misinformed or stupid, I think that's really, really missing an opportunity to understand um, the social context of what's actually happening. Man, it's the complexity of the propaganda and the messaging that's going on right now and the misinformation. That's all it is. Yeah, but that's, that's all it is. Ha- it's not stop right and now, ask those people. Stop and ask those people, why'd you vote for the guy? And if they say, oh, it's because we shouldn't be forced to get a, a, a vaccine. Well, you ignorant bastard. You've been forced to get like 25 of them already your whole life. So that's, that's a non-issue, but that became an issue in their brain. So don't tell me that there's a deep, you know, perplexing thing behind this. The deep perplexing thing is why they believe that. Yeah, that is the deep perplexing thing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Why, why, would, you th- why would you think such a r- ridiculous thing? What's next? I don't know. Yeah, what's next? I yeah. don't know. I, I'm, I'm ready to get my third shot. I don't give a shit. I, like, I already like got pinhead. my third shot. Yeah, know, yeah. I mean, I'm getting ready stick- to take my seven-year-old in, you know? I don't, I don't no. know. No, I got to say, I mean, it, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, I think, again, you're right. I think that that's something that, that, but you know, but but as long as you have a party that's working to use that, they can get elected by saying stupid shit. Yeah, we had Trump for a fucking how long, and now DeSantis is on the same explosion off of saying dumb fucking you know uh, hot fucking what do they call that you know where you where you post a short phrase just to get a fucking reaction out of people. Yeah, uh, yeah. what is that, yeah. that called? Uh, uh, God damn it, pressing you know sound bites. No, 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 no. It's like uh, the hot takes. Yeah. Just throwing yeah. hot takes out there just to fucking get attention. I was going to say hot garbage. Then, yeah, yeah, same difference. Hot garbage. Yeah. Hot garbage. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. I mean, we've, we've had f- f- a solid 40 minutes talking about. You know, Megan, your eyebrows are on fleek. You got nice eyebrows. Thanks. <laughs> What, what did you oh, call That's them? one way of changing the subject. What did you say, no, fleek? I just, uh, just uh, like straight up. Like, I don't know, think anybody thanks. says that anymore, you boomer. What was that? What was that word? On you fleek? Said? Sure, they do. You boomer. <laughs> Thank you, Megan. 
Thank you, Meg. <laughs> How about mine? Jeez. I mean, Are they yeah, on fleek? They're there. Yeah, but but the, you're uh, you're a dude. You don't care about your eyebrows. Women care about their eyebrows. It's a thing now. Yeah, well, my wife does. She makes me trim them all the time because she's worried they're going to get these big hairy caterpillars on there. Like yeah. The guy from the first Ca- Dune, caterpillars. Huh? Yeah, I'll look like that guy. Thufer, Thufer, Thufer Howard, Fufa, Fufa, Thufer Howard, the big Fufa Howard. Watchmen watching, watching this month. So let's talk about that. Dune. Like it? Love it? What do you think? New Dune. Megan, go. Loved it. Loved it. Loved, Loved it. it. Now, now, do you, do, were you like, when you were watching it, were you comparing it to the old Dune the whole time? Oh, like, yeah. Like- I had just recently read, I'm only halfway through, but I just recently reread the book too. So I was. Oof. Doing one of these. Wait, wait yeah. jiggling balls? <laughs> boobs. <Yeah. laughs> oh, boobs. I'm boobs, sorry. balls? I don't boobs. know. Boobs. 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 Sand boobs? Sandworm boobs. Sand boobs. <laughs> Sandworm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Imagine one of those sandworms rolling over and it's just a bunch of sandworm boobies. <laughs> boobs. All covered, so, in, all covered in sand. So, Dr. Kine, were you surprised to see Dr. Kine was a woman? Wait, Me? who's Dr. Kine? I heard... Yeah. Not anybody. All, not all I those. heard. I heard the reason they made wait who's Dr. Movie, Kine? the the oh oh, oh yeah the yeah, judge okay. of the change yeah, the yeah, reason okay. they made her a woman in this versus the book and the other movie was the character was too close to the uh, st- uh still oh, what is his name still Stilgar uh, Stilgar Stilgar the characters were too similar especially mm-hmm. in the movies and. We already had, or no, maybe it wasn't Stilgard. Maybe it was some, uh, the characters were too similar and they already had the kind of father-like figures. So they, they switched it up purposely to kind of break it away from that. I thought she worked of, way better as a woman. I thought she was dope. Yeah. I was a big fan. Yeah, no, think, she was I, a great, it was a great character. I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't like that when she got stabbed, water came, spoiler I don't oh. like when she got stabbed, water came out. Yeah, I, I loved I it. I could definitely, I could I definitely use a little bit that. more violence in that. The water came out of her? Yes, because water means so much came out more of her in Dune it than It came blood out of her still suit. Yeah, it, it came like out of her still suit. So that's like, it's so much more important than blood. That's what, it was like a, I love well, that. Well, her still suit was full of it. Right. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I just, I mean, it was filled with was like actual, filtering like, shit too. I didn't see poop come out. You got to get hit lower with that. Oh, it's in your you thighs. Hit the, that's hit right. The poop. Yeah, you gotta hit your thighs. Yeah. That's where the poop's processed. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. I didn't. I didn't understand. Yeah. What, maybe you guys can explain this because I have a theory of what it was, and you guys tell me if I'm correct. Okay, I'll tell you what my issue was, and then I'll tell you what my theory was, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong. So the issue, one of the issues, one of the many issues I had with the film was okay. So was it Will I Am? Is that who that was? The character? Will, Will I, I am. am? No, from no. The, I know the, who you're talking about. Dude. No. Yeah, the black dude. It was not Will I Am, like, I don't think. He looks it like Will I, I Am. Yeah, kind of. I don't think it was him. Um, that dude, so um, he kept getting visions about him, teaching him the ways of the fucking sand people. Was that supposed to be the same guy? Yeah. And, uh, and teaching he, him how to fucking do sand walk and teaching him how to... Or he was, like, and then teaching, he knife fights him? And then yeah. he knife fights him and then he, then he kills him. How are you going to fucking get taught all of this stuff and see the future if you just kill the guy that's supposed to be teaching you about all this shit? And so, and then I was thinking, well, she did say, because I, I, I got confused. I, I thought that the Bene Gesserit said to let him kill you to, yeah, to become, no, to become the Kwisatz Satterach, Paul Atreides must die. And what she actually says is when you kill a man, a part of you actually dies. And that's the only way you can become the Kwisatz Satterach. 
So was he just, because she said that Kwisak Shatterack can see the future, the past, and all different possibilities through visions, right? Yeah. And so was that what he was doing? He was seeing visions of what could be? And if so, why? And learning from it? Yeah. And then what would be the fucking point of putting that in there if you're just going to kill the fucking guy? Well, I'm so confused on that part. I thought, I thought maybe, because I got confused too, but then after I saw saw it the second time, I was like, okay, well, maybe that was just his lesson. That guy's lesson to him was, was that knife fight and him, you know, that's what he taught him. He learned all those lessons in that one knife battle or whatever. So, I mean, I do love the line, uh, is he toying with him? Paul's never killed a man before. Yeah, I know. No, that, he goes, why is he toying? Why is he toying with him? Why doesn't he just kill him? Like he's actually genuinely. Stuttgart's actually genuinely pissed about it. He's like, why is he toying with him? What the fuck is he doing? Yeah, he's yeah. just yeah. And she says no, really thought, sweetly the, and calmly, like Paul's never killed a man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really went uh, whole hog, fell in love with the movie at the, it during that knife fight. Got chill chill bumps throughout the whole from there all the way to the end there from when he says and all the way to the know, shitty ending. <laughs> uh, the shitty ending was shitty but uh but no but but when he when he when he well, asked him when the, mo- the mom's making the plea for him to get get my son out of here he's like dog. no he's we're bark? staying yeah am i about to get murdered what what are you talking about we'll we'll yell at the screen and throw things at the screen if you want i hear i hear keys and a door opening maybe it might be sean i can't tell are you, are you are you sniffing the air Mm. I saw you were like <laughs> Sean said I'm locked in the garage Standby <laughs> yeah, Let him sit out there for a little while uh, Sean, uh, Sean he's You know what you lock again. yourself in the garage You get to stay in there for a little you while You get to stay in there Spend the night in a box Well anyway But I don't know but I do You know the Stilgar and the first one I kind of still like that guy I do too. I, there's a lot of things I actually prefer in the first I like the new Stilgar. I think he's then, fucking super cool. I, thought, <laughs> I, I felt like the first time I saw it, I, I felt like he was phoning it in. I didn't think so. I thought he was just like kind of like this dick. Yeah, Peter kept saying, oh, it, was somebody who, it was one of your characters, Nick. <laughs> it was one of your characters. One of your characters? Yeah. I don't know. I just think he's really cool. He's kind of a dick. He's just like, yeah, whatever. And then uh, when, when he gets out in the desert, like the way he treats Paul and his mom is so like until she grabs his ass. Yeah. Uh, until she grabs, he changes like, his tune in. Yeah, and, he, and then he's like, and then he's like, oh, hold on. Oh, she's what, worth five hundred times her weight in water. Me? Yeah, why didn't you tell me you had yeah. to wear my clothes? That happens in the original yeah, what's film the, too. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna tell you. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh well. Hey, he brought me a she's milkshake. Lock it up, Sean. Where's ours? Where's mine, Sean? So, Sean, you didn't bring us <laughs> all. Of I hope you get brain freeze. <laughs> I hope you've got enough. You know what? This is not going to come through the straw. Is this pumpkin spice? Yeah. Because I'm such a. Oh, girl. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Just drink it in mm. front of us. Pumpkin spice. Is that pumpkin from spice? Steak and shake? Take the world. Is that spice? Uh, it's Culver's. That's... Oh. We don't have those down here. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, you Cul- guys live down here Oh, now. yeah, we got a Culver. <laughs> we don't have them in Orlando. In Orlando? No, why do you say Orlando? Orlando. What's up with that? Orlando. 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 Hey, I got something for you to talk about. Uh, yeah, uh, this uh, m- Mr. Uh, the football guy, the Air- uh, Karen Rogers. Fuck. Yeah, we lost that football. Hey, Sean, do you have any quotes about Aaron Rodgers? Karen. Karen Rogers. Anything to say about Aaron Rodgers? 
Karen. Karen Rogers. Lion piece of shit, He's right? so political. Just go. Go play your game. Go and run for public office someday. What if I want to run for public office? I'm not voting. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, look. I don't give a shit what he does. Yeah. But you know what? Don't don't tell me that you weren't lying. You were it, a lying piece lying of shit. Thing. Yeah, that's what I think. It was a about. fucking liar. You were a fucking us, liar. Uh, admit it. Non-sports ball watchers in here. Uh, we don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. What it is, it was that the quarterback for the, what is it, the Green Green Bay Packers. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> this is about COVID. He keeps answering okay. questions saying so, I'm an so what it was, or whatever. And he, 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 he's, you know, of course, the NFL is trying to, trying to be safe. They're, they're doing it. And yeah. they're all trying to, you know, be, uh, you know, keep everybody COVID safe and everything like this. And he, he went in front of the, the, He's been telling everybody that he's, well, he's been telling everybody, everybody's assumed that he was vaccinated because he said, got in front of the camera and they said, have you been vaccinated? He says, yeah, I'm, immun- I'm immunized. And so everybody went, oh, okay, cool. Well, oh, what so he, he was mu- talking about. Oh, he got COVID uh, once. And then yeah, so, and uh, then he, he got COVID. No, but now he caught COVID and they were like, I thought you were, you know. And so he went, no, no, I've been following Joe Rogan's advice. He's a good friend of mine. I've been doing... Uh, you know, he's taking medical advice from Joe Rogan. So, you know what? Fuck Can off. Fuck Joe Rogan. Rogan. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to, no, you know, do, I'm going to double that. Fuck Joe Rogan. Fuck Joe Rogan. Joe fuck Rogan's Joe a fucking Rogan. in the ass with yeah. a big black rubber cock. Or, or, you know, just verbally. You know, <laughs> yeah. Verbally fuck <laughs> yeah. that guy. That do you guys too. not watch George Carlin? Like, what the fuck, man? George yeah, Carlin's the best. But it's a, it's a different context when he's... <laughs> no, he says, fuck Mickey Mouse in the ass with a big black rubber hey, dick. Hey, not That's Mickey. That's what he says. Yeah, well, I mean... Mickey know. Mouse's birthday? Really? <laughs> a fictional birthday? We gotta add that on the new... Really, guys? Uh, yeah, well, I, hold your hand through this? I know the skit. I know the skit. I just... Uh, <sighs> it sounds different coming from George Carlin. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? Because he's on a stage and... You I know. know he's doing comedy. You know what? Mm. I have a microphone right now. I thought you were going to say because be he's listening. funny, and, and it was thirty years ago. Go fuck yourself, Megan. <laughs> no, with but he's. I got to tell you, I seen. I've seen him do some. You can't even say it. with a big rubber thingy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you go. Cock. Say it, Megan. Megan, you can say it. You can say cock? dick. I mean, you're allowed to say cock. Megan. Cack. Dick. Cock. There you go. Say it. Say it. Come on. Let Not it flow. again. Don't. Don't. Don't say it. <laughs> I just did. Oh. Do like no, he does. I, said, I swear no. I said it. Do like George Carlin does it. Be like cock balls dick. He does the yeah yeah. yeah. Really, bay. Now he's still current, man. I saw him. They were giving an interview with him. It was just really. It was. It was the best, man. That guy's uh gonna miss that guy's mind, man. You're talking about the one where he's talking about the other comedian. Yeah, yeah. The, who the fuck comedian was he talking about? I, I I don't know, but it's it's like it's like he's forecasting the future, isn't he? Yeah. And he just really is. You know, he's talking about. Look, I really don't get offended by you know what he says, but it, I don't know. It, it was just it was just gold when he's talking about it. What he didn't like was he was picking on people who couldn't defend themselves. Yeah, he just didn't like it. It's called said, you know that's what is not that, right. punching down and and yeah, and less and less. It's your friends. Yes, or of your course. Yes. <laughs> That's what I was saying. And then it's fucking free game, man. Because, <laughs> I mean, but isn't that isn't that so? When you don't talk about the show going full Nelson, but have you guys ever talked about the idea that if we really, really punch down at you, have you? That you means obviously like haven't listened to our no I, podcast. I don't, I don't, I don't listen to it at all. Way to support your family. Good job. I, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. 
I listened to him. <laughs> Finish your yeah, thought. That was the know. very what first episode, Neil. That was the very first episode. We, it was called, <laughs> actually, the episode, the whole episode is about how if we like you, we're going to, to bully you. But <laughs> I long, knew that. I'm just seeing how, like, how much you guys were, you know, paying attention to your own show, you know? Like, do you guys listen to the episodes? Why would I pay attention to my own show? Exactly. Why would I pay attention to your show? Are we on a show right now? <laughs> I thought and we were on a phone call with each other. Yeah. Pretty marginal to, to think of it that way. I don't know. No, no. Back to Joe Rogan. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Joe Rogan's problem is he's he's one of these... Remember where we were talking? I was, I was mentioning this just like five minutes ago. Like, people with loud voices are always heard the most because they're fucking loud, right? Joe Rogan is so fucking loud. Now, I'll give him credit. He does have some very smart people and some very fucking stupid people on his show sometimes. And he thinks because he's surrounded by these people that somehow he has some, he's, I don't know, like, and, and yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm the, I'm the, I'm not smarter. Omnipotent. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see what That's you're saying. But, you know, he I, thinks he's has some kind of fucking knowledge that nobody else has. I, but, I got to ask all three of you a question and it has to do with what you're talking about. Do the three of you, since you're on a podcast and there are people like, uh, who's the ultra conservative guy, the guy that died, uh, radio host, uh, yeah, fuck that guy too. Douche Limbaugh. Yeah. Um, you know, people like rush people like, uh, who is the crazy person that was on Fox news, Frogs, gay frogs, that guy. (laughs) Do you think, do you think that there is at some point a responsibility for entertainers to use their voice in a way that does not spread propaganda no let me let me then let me then i don't mean to jump in here and no that's the question i'm asking and i it's it, it, dave Chappelle's is a perfect example just because you're on a fucking stage as long as you're not promoting in my opinion as long as you're not promoting violence and or blatant even if you're promoting hate i guess uh, if that's if they're fucking prerogative fine i'm of of mine that if you don't want to fucking hear something or watch it then don't Nobody's forcing you to watch or listen to anything. And then it goes across the, you know, it, it, where the responsibility comes in, in my opinion, is if you're trying to come off as a reputable source or a news source. What about Tucker Carlson? He, <laughs> he pawns himself off as a news source. Hang on. You're laughing, but he pawns himself off as a news source. And there are people that yeah, watch his show. He's like, his ratings are through the roof and we yeah. can laugh all day long at his ridiculousness. Okay, well that's but that's, he's a real voice. That goes against, you know, like what I just said though. Like like he's not he's an entertainer, but he's pretending to be Well you're on like uh, a news station though, not just like a podcast or a comedian or a musician a, or an actor. They're not a news station. I think no, I can you help know what I here. mean. Like it's No, but I'm asking the, all you guys this question. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I can help out here. I think that everybody everybody uh has a re- a personal responsibility to be accurate and truthful as possible when they're when they're when they're telling people they something that they think is a fact. Everybody. Everybody. You know? Now, if you're a comedian and you're making a joke, make clear it's a joke. It's a joke. If it's a joke, it's a joke. Right? That's fine. You know, you don't say, oh, what's the same? His head's the size of a damn watermelon. Well, it's not, right? He's not trying to say it is. But when you get on, when you get to be these semi news shows 
the Rush Limbaugh's, the the Joe Rogan's, and stuff Alex like that. Jones. When he's Great when folks. he's telling when he's telling people <laughs> that you know this is this is the way to treat this, blah blah blah. That's fucking dangerous and irresponsible. I'm not saying it should be illegal. I'm just saying it's it's personally irresponsible. So, so you just think it's a personal moral dilemma, or do you think that it, that it should be a social dilemma? I well, I think it ends up being a social dilemma. Um, but and but it's going to take it's going to take people to start recognizing it, just like that's everything retroactive. Else. That's not proactive. I mean, I guess what I'm trying to say is, should we proactively? So I'll go in there and drag him out of the studio? No, I'm mm. not saying drag him out of the studio, but I mean, uh, hold people accountable for things that happen because uh, of the Twitter, things tw- they say. Twitter is already kind of a platform to do that. That's how. I, that's why cancel culture exists, is because people are trying to You know, Trump still that. isn't allowed on Twitter, right? Trump's still not allowed on any social media okay. platform. So there is... Well, plus, some- I mean, Tucker Carlson and all those guys, they're getting sued by the, let's say, the... Those uh, they they made all those comments and uh, remarks about those voting machines being mm-hmm. yeah they are uh, being sued yeah, yeah they got their fucking they, they didn't sued. get sued they got sued and lost those fucking yeah. voting machine people they won Dominion. oh yeah they, that's what they're they called Dominion, which is a badass fucking <laughs> it's kind of spooky a little bit what their name yeah it's a little <laughs> ominous it's a little ominous hey we're all gonna have this uh, free we're like all gonna it. be free in voting like uh, by the way our company is called Dominion <laughs> Dominion what. We yeah, might as well be called cool. Legion. <laughs> That'd be so much cooler. Too. <laughs> I don't know. Dominion's pretty awesome. When I heard that their company Destiny. <laughs> when I heard their name, we're was- called the Enclave. <laughs> Star Chamber. Whatever. Yeah, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Megan's writing some writing she's all writing this down. Writing some notes. <laughs> <laughs> writing it all down. She's like, she's making like, the writer great. stealing all kinds of ideas. <laughs> she's like, this is great. I'm keeping all of this. Look <laughs> for prophecy. <laughs> Dominion? Dominion. Dominion Star Chamber. <laughs> Legion? <laughs> Legion of Breed? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, well. Oh, yeah, I, I, you know, get this, man. I had a client in the other day. This is pretty interesting. No way. Um, I'm like, <laughs> I, I have this. <laughs> <laughs> I, took <home> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had this fucking. I have this thing where I, I feel like I need to ask everybody that sits down with me because I, I charge a lot of money for tattoos, man. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I'm not as much as some people are, but man, I, I, I feel like it's expensive. And, and, you know, I'm 185 an hour. That's, I feel like that's kind of expensive. And these people are sitting four or five hours with me each session. And I'm just like, wow. Wow, you work way more than me. And I do what? <laughs> you work way more than I do. And um, so I'm like. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like five hours. Fuck that. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, it takes you five hours. To no, no, no. <laughs> it takes me five hours. He's got to smoke. Down. He's got to talk yeah. on the phone a couple of times. But I'm like, I'm like, I'm, but I'm a flat rate, so it's all good. <laughs> but I, uh, I, so I, I'm like, every person that sits down with me, I'm just like, Hey, what do you, I'm just curious. What do you do? You know, why, how, how are you fucking paying for this is what I'm really saying. But, yeah. 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 I'm basically like, okay, let me yeah, see. Your what do you do? Cause these guys are young girl, girls, mostly women too. All right. They're young people. So he's like, uh, you know, I, I bar back every once in a while, this and that, but you know, my real gig it comes from Amazon. I'm like, okay, what do you do? He's like, well, uh, I mean, the last thing I did, I bought like uh, 10,000 units of, um, and then he put it back on Amazon, right? He's, he bought 10,000 units of yoga yep. mats at yep. five cents a piece. And then he ships it to Amazon yep. where they store it. My homie does this it, too. And they, they do everything for you. Yep. And they take 30%. 
and he sold them for $45 a piece. Yep. So he made $44.95 profit on each fucking yoga my, mat. I'm and he sold gonna, them all. I'm not going to say 10, who. of them. I'm not going to say who, but my homie does this too. And mm. I was like, holy this shit, this is a thing. Yeah. This is how people... People you are, have you have to have like people that run call centers and stuff. But my homie does like where he hires this Vietnamese chick, and she answers all the calls for him and does the 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 chat room, the chat stuff, and all that stuff. And it's done deal. I was impressed, but I'm I'm also uh, one of these people that fucking hate middlemen. Like I'm I'm not gonna lie. I think if you if you make money off of just standing in a room yeah, with you give me your people. money you give me the product and i'll hand the money to yeah, you no, and no. give the product to you mm. and then there's middlemen for middlemen now too uh it's just mm. i i i hate and you know what i hate price gouging i hate this yeah. idea that people can afford to buy like for example perfect example it happened with ps5 and it's been happening with concert tickets since the 19 fucking 80s man so these companies they'll go in they'll buy all of the tickets right because they get first dibs, all of the the awesome and then tickets. Jack up all the prices. The band doesn't for, get any of the money. Yeah, they and they make all the money on it. And they do it with PS fives. They do it with fucking it's price gouging. I think I think that people who make profit off ripping other people off because they had first access to a product should be taken out back and and shot. I'm just gonna say it. Fuck those people. I hate those people, man. Like you're literally mm. making money off of fucking just ripping people off. That's how you make. How do you how do you go to bed at night with both eyes open? That's a ministry mm. song. Anyways, mm. well, anyway. All right, let's just uh, switch over to uh, the Nelson Christmas. Okay, this is uh, this gonna be the, let's, uh, let's switch over. I, I need why, to, I need to pick why, you guys' brain right, right here. Insert, insert, buying everybody's Christmas. products on Amazon. Insert Christmas music. So, so Nelson Christmas there. Oh, wait, We're having wait, a big, ching, uh, ching, big ching, bash ching, in Orlando. Ching, 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 ching. Oh, look at there! Look at there! I don't hear Look there. So, uh, so, uh, tell, tell you, we're, we're trying to figure out what kind of grub to, to fix there. We're going to have, uh, what are we going to, we're going to have like 15, what, 15 people. Is that yeah, many something people? like that? BYOF. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're bringing like, uh, all your kids and all your spawn. Are you going to say my litter? Your ilk? <laughs> you're going to bring your, your fucking no, litter? No, I, I was polite. I called him your spawn. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> your spawn. You're going to bring your spawn. You're going to bring all your that. trash bag babies, so right? Four. <laughs> Uh, four, another four, uh, two, uh, yeah, right, yeah, so, so, uh, <laughs> no, I don't mean to interrupt you, Dad, but it just reminds me of what you always say, I heard this rap song the other day, it was Logic, and it was his dad talking, he was like, yeah, you're pretty badass, beep, he's like, considering you came from my balls, <laughs> 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 it was his dad talking Damn. to him, <laughs> that's harsh, <laughs> but anyways, go right. ahead, no, yeah, because anyway. you say that all the time. Fruits of my yeah, loins. <laughs> fruit of my loin. That's better what Bill Cosby. I know it's bad to say Bill Cosby. Yeah, Bill Cosby used to say, he says, his, his dad used to tell him all the time, he says, he said, don't give me no shit because I made you and, I'm, and if I get pissed off, I'll just make another one just like you. That's, that's harsh. But people ask that question like, would you die for your kids? And I'm like, oh, I can always make more. No, I'm kind of like, hmm, context. <laughs> Look at all quiet in here. Under what in the fuck up, Jesus? Under what circumstances? Yeah, I would I die for my dog. That's context. Sucks to be you. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> the asshole that would go wrestle an alligator to get my dog away from it, and I would die. And no, no, like, no. end up so with like one arm that. at the elbow. I'm that asshole that would end up dying by an alligator. It's like that dude that I mean. jumped in at Yellowstone for a oh, dog yeah, in the me, boiling me hot too. water. 
hundred percent. Jesus Christ. hundred percent. You know, That's let's just talk cool. about that for a minute. So I'm trying to explain to my wife about my first trip to Yellowstone. And so we get on the airplane and we're going to Yellowstone. It's going to be this great ship. I know you weren't there, Meg. I'm sorry. But I did get you a fox. But we're on the airplane and my dad goes, we're going to Yellowstone. I just finished this book here. And he gives me this book. And I like to read. I'm like, okay, I'll read this book. And the cover might have been 1001 Ways to Die in Yellowstone. <laughs> like, seriously. And I start reading, and it's just a bunch of horror stories. Like, two guys go out in a tent. A bear comes in. The one guy leaves. They come back. He ate his dick. Like, <laughs> it's <laughs> fucked up. Like, his dog dick. jumped. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is face and dick. You know, is that, like is that on jump. Amazon? Can I get it? <laughs> you got some weird memories, man. No, dog, jump, <laughs> dog jumps into boiling water. Guy right. jumps in after his dog. They try to reach him out. Foot gets degloved. Like, it, like the most. It, it boils his dick. <laughs> yeah, it boils his. By the time we get to Yellowstone, I'm like. Dad's like, come on, lighten up. And I'm like, I... Guy roasted marshmallows. I, dick I, falls in the fire. Burns yeah. I'm like, I don't really want to go to here. I, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little anxious. I don't know why I'm feeling a little anxious. And my oh, dick's about a my, quarter of an inch long right now. <laughs> it's because my dad gave me this book about this terrifying place we're going to go to. Oh, my yeah. God. And then you, and you went all the way out there and came all the way back and fell out of the bunk bed and broke your arm. I never fell out of a bunk bed and broke my arm. <laughs> no. No, okay, we have to shoot memory was, now. <laughs> no, I was five. That was, about no, seven. Yeah. that was about that was about twelve years apart from each other. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, we just got back from a vacation and you fell out of the bed. No, no, no. no. He fell off of a cabinet, which cut his leg open and split so his elbow. It was elbow a dresser or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it? Was that? Was that the? Was that the one after Yellowstone? No, this no, was that way before. After, that wasn't after Yellowstone either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Yellowstone. Oh, we were teenagers. Yeah, yeah. we were teenagers okay. in Yellowstone. Yosemite. Oh, we were, oh, we were preteen. Oh, it, but, but it was it was at the trip to Yellowstone where we uh, we left and, we, and Neil left his jacket at home. No, I didn't leave my jacket. Airport. I left my whole no, bag. He left his whole fucking bag. <laughs> <laughs> we get we get so we're in the pickup truck. And my, <laughs> no, it was like a split second. It was like a split second from when you said uh, I left all we, my stuff. We were in a stereo. We, we were almost to the airport, and, and, and I you had see, a split second where you're like, um, do I buy you new shit or do I zoom home and get you? Do I try and get it? Uh, yeah, and no, no, and I know what happened. He goes. He goes like this. He looks at me, and we're in that little gray pickup truck. It's just the bench seat, right? So there's three of us awesome sitting in the front. Truck. Yeah, awesome it was a good truck. pickup. And Dad looks over at me. He goes, "Can we just buy you new shit when we get to California?" He goes, "No, <laughs> no, hang on. This is, this is a testament how good Dad is. No, no, no. This is a testament how good our father is." He goes, "I go. I mean, we like spent weeks packing this bag, Dad." And he goes, "Fuck." <laughs> Drives across the medium through the grass is shooting oh my, up I everywhere. Think, I think that was the first time I ever went over 100 miles per hour. Everybody just like, stomps on oh, it. Everybody pulls up like, truck. Everybody spreads that, that was way over 100 miles. <laughs> yeah. Everybody yeah. spreads that meme online. When's the first time you went over 100 in a car? My, my when dad, I was, when I was 12, <laughs> <laughs> and we literally got to the airport and walked onto the plane as it left. It was like yeah. the puddle jumper that we got on to get to us. It I don't was know crazy. How, I don't know how we made it, but we uh, did. <laughs> I don't know how we did either. <laughs> yeah. and, see, and yet, after all that, we still managed to forget our toothbrushes when we got to San Francisco. <laughs> and Dad goes, use your finger. 
Use your finger. Use your fucking Use finger. Use your finger. I ain't, I'll buy you another one tomorrow. You use your goddamn fingers. God, that was, that was quite the trip, man. I gotta tell you. But we did see that kid get bucked by that bison. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> you guys remember that in the campground? Yeah. We're in this, the, the campground right outside of Yellowstone. Megan's looking at us like, you know, fuck you guys. <laughs> I remember oh, one, had, I remember one followed, bison in Vin- Yeah, he followed me. I went to the little shower area and I came out and I was walking back. I'm like, <laughs> and I went inside. I'm like, dad, and he's just standing out by the fire. Like, so Megan, you were on the Yellowstone Timmy trip. Uh, no, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. No, I was were? with Timmy one time. No, no, yeah, no, no, no. We, the one- we took video of him. Did you, did you hear yeah, oh. yeah, talk about Oh, because you were there when I was blasting she the place with farts, right? Yes. She wasn't on that. that yeah, she yes. was there. That wasn't 100%. a Timmy trip. That was, that was Timmy trip. No, that was, that was, that was. On the way to Glacier. That was a Timmy trip. I don't know where yeah. Timmy was at. Megan, Megan was on Timmy that. wasn't Timmy in there. You No, wait a minute. I don't know. Not for the fart trip wasn't Timmy. We did have, I was there for a Timmy trip, but that, that wasn't. No, the fart trip was the, the motorhome <laughs> that we took. Trip. It was the motorhome. <laughs> the no, they were both motorhomes. Yeah. Timmy was on a motorhome yeah. too. And me yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, there was, there was, okay. So there was Yosemite, which started from San Francisco. Yeah. The and the Northern California, uh, into the Sierra Nevadas and the Yosemite and then back again. Okay, and that was just me, Dad, no. and Neil. We stayed at a bed and breakfast. No, no, no. The Yellowstone and Yosemite were two different trips. Yeah, I know. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That was Yosemite. We stayed at a bed and breakfast. No, Yellowstone was first. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. We went to Yosemite first. No. Yes, I'm telling you. No. I, I, I was starting we to go facial. We stayed in a bed and breakfast in Yosemite. That's what I just said. Yeah, Yosemite was second. No, it wasn't. I was I was twelve or thirteen in Yosemite. I was you might be right, but I don't really care. In Yellowstone, I thought Glacier was so, the fart trip. That was the fart trip. That was so that was different than Yellowstone. That was the Yellowstone. The same as the Yellowstone. Yeah, yeah, and then we uh, so, went up. So yeah. that one was and we landed in Utah. We rented a motorhome. Salt Lake. We drove yeah. through Utah all the way up into Montana, uh, all the way over to Wyoming into Yellowstone, and then we flew out. From Did we do that one twice? Because that that was when Megan. Do you remember? Oh, we met Dan Batra out there. Do you remember that, Megan? Dan yeah. Batra being out was there. Was that Glacier? I thought that was just Yellowstone. That was Glacier. Glacier. That was Glacier. Was Glacier. Oh, okay. That was yeah. Glacier. Where where were you the whole time? Because I don't remember you at all, Megan, in that trip. Did, Did I remember on the garden? Because you didn't <laughs> like me. <laughs> I was just I like, remember, I just avoided you out of yeah, my no, memory. No. I remember <laughs> us being on the cliffside and these goats coming in. Dad going. Make sure your sister doesn't fall off the cliff. Yeah, I have <laughs> okay, pictures yeah. that and you can hear me in all yeah. the videos going, Dad. <laughs> that was also one of my favorite videos. That was the fart trip. Neil was up in the upper bank or the And there's this Indian music playing. Yeah, it was the only station we could pick up. And you start doing this and you hit your elbow and you're like, oh, God. <laughs> and you just disappear for the rest of the video. And you know what? Hang on. I just got to do something. So there's a, a face expression that my dad is making in that video that Nick ruined and destroyed and, and it's never oh, be found again. But I make this <laughs> expression to my children and my new wife wrong. all the time. You're right? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a little embarrassed about my conduct on those trips. I have to tell you because it was it was an actual blast. But but when you're in dad mode and, you, and you're out in the middle of fucking nowhere and you and got your son is three blasting. kids with you, you just sit there and go, oh, fuck, oh my god. On those videos, you could just hear like. 
every time Dad walked like, by the camera. I know. Like, I'm uh, like, there's no way. I, there's no way I'm bringing these guys back alive. I don't. I just, <laughs> no, no, I, I, at least you were nice. I remember the only part I'm on any of those videos is I remember my dad was like walking by me, and I, this was when I was a real miserable little shit, and I was like sitting by myself with this thing. He's like, "Hey, you want to walk over there with this thing?" And I, was, I just flicked him off, and he's like, "All right, cool." And just kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus Christ! Nick. I like the, the one where Neil's hanging on that rock like a foot <laughs> off the ground, and I'm up top trying to peel, and they're like, "Peel his fingers." And Neil's like, "I'm gonna scratch my face," and you're like, "No, no, no!" And you slid like a foot, and you're like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just slid. And you're like, ah! and you're just like, "Oh, oh, okay." Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. That was fun. That was good times. Good times. I keep wanting to do that trip again. That'd be a good one. I'm trying to plan my 40th, (coughs) my 40th birthday. uh, Because Sean's never... Three years. Well, you're not, I was you're gonna not say, 40? there's two no and a fucking half. way you're turning forty yet, because I'm five years older than you, and I'm not at forty three yet. <laughs> I'm two and a guys. Yet. I was telling Dad two and a half years like, for like the whole last year. I thought I was already forty two, <laughs> <laughs> and then I turned forty two again, and I was like, "Wait, I'm turning forty two again? Yes, I, I got a whole year." My wife always makes fun of me. Steph always makes fun of me that because like I always somehow subconsciously purposely say that I'm like. A year older than I am, so when I actually turn that age, it doesn't. That's really not enough. I've started to, and Sean's sister gives me shit because she's a year younger than me. So she's always like, "Stop saying that." I'm like, "Well," and I, I'll say like, "I'm almost 40. and she's like, "Quit." And I'm like, "I just, I gotta embrace it now because it's get really rid. not that bad." I mean, when I turn, no, I, I, I was worse turning 30 than it was 40 for some reason. I found that it was worse. My 40th birthday was one of the worst birthdays of my life. Really, every hmm. day is the worst day of your life. In fact, yeah. right now, today, is the Aww. worst day of my life. Aww. Was he seeing office space? Oh, that's wow, really that's really up. messed up. <laughs> <laughs> and the wife goes, huh? And he goes like, okay, but the good news is I can help. <laughs> office space for those who, yeah, I don't know. All right, all right. Does that happen to you guys? Do you guys get like, we'll meet a random person and you just throw a movie quote at them and they just look at you like you're fucking got yeah, Tourette's nobody, syndrome or something? shit? Mo- well, actually, there's only, there's the only one person who gets movie quotes like us is uh, my friend John Jenkins. He he actually you know John you know John Jenkins. John Jenkins Jinkelheimer Smith yeah he gets he gets movie quotes it's pretty cool so I, that's how I you gauge new friends to. is you just throw a quote out and you're just like wait for it and you try to see if they'll get it or not no nah, my boss he like, was like he today he was like trying to tell everybody in the shop about like this movie he's like no choppy it's a movie called Chappy and they're like Chucky and he's like no choppy <laughs> it's 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 uh it's a uh, and I'm like finally I just. It's it's a Neil Blomkamp film with a robot, Diane Word. He's like, yeah, yeah, that one. Like, why didn't you just ask me to back you up? He's like, because uh, you always do that. <laughs> yeah, and because nobody saw that movie. Uh, I saw that movie. I saw that movie. I, I did. I did. Can I be honest? I didn't make it through that movie. I am yeah. I didn't make it through. Are we going to watch yeah. that one on Apple TV with Tom Hanks and the dog and the robot? Nope. Oh. Did you watch it? No. I, no fucking I way I'm going to watch that. Oh, what, no. we can't, Do you guys know what we're talking sad? about? Is huh? it sad? Is it sad? Uh, probably it's a movie about it's a guy. I don't like it's a, sad dog movies. Didn't he already do a tall? Uh, didn't it Turner and Hooch or something? Didn't he already do a movie with the dog? Yeah, oh no, good. this one is it's like post-apocalyptic, and he finds out he's dying, so he builds a robot to take care of his dog when he dies. And I'm oh, like, that that's whole, a fun movie. Oh yeah, yeah, no, fun, <laughs> nope, nope. The dog's nope. like, nope. Did he? Did you guys see Love and Monsters? Mm, no. no. 
fucking awesome, first of all. Mm. You guys, mm. did I? Fucking savages. Go fucking see that fucking movie. Mm. A great movie. It's been out for a couple years. It's awesome. Mm. Loving savages. Oh. Shame any Christmas. You were bringing up uh, Christmas, so you were saying food? Yeah, yeah. We need to, need to know what kind of food you guys are. Uh, we're thinking about, you know, how to all feed that many people. Like whether Brussels we go, sprouts. Oh, for fuck's sake. There ain't no Brussels sprouts going to happen in that fucking house. <laughs> no way. That's what I'm Brussels write sprouts that, does I'm going to write that rule down right now. No Brussels sprouts. Write it, write it down. No Brussels, no cruciferous vegetables. Fuck it. Cruciferous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, broccoli, <laughs> cauliflower, Brussels sprouts. <laughs> rule. Coming from rule. the father, not the children. Cruciferous. <laughs> Cheeses, a good hard manchingo, very good manchingo. <laughs> a good hard manchingo. <laughs> a good hard manchingo. You know that just rolls nicely. That, that just again. flows. It's, it's just a, a lovely good cheese. hard manchinga. It's a good lovely cheese. It is. <laughs> it's it a manly rolls cheese. Off the tongue. It's a manly cheese. It really is. <laughs> Not really, I mean, manchinga is We're kind of a, about- a soft white cheese. That- <laughs> Kind of sweet, you know. I don't know. That's not very manly. <laughs> no, it's a hard cheese. It's a hard cheese. Sorry, it's not a Parmesan. Quit saying but, hard. You know. God. <laughs> hard cheese, oh boy. Okay, anyway. Uh all right, Nick. We accomplished a little or nothing, which is great. And that's all right. All right. All right, Nick. Are we done? I think so. I'm gonna all right. Well, I just I just want to if the, the 40 people who are continually listening, I don't know who you are. But I really, we really appreciate you it's continuing. We know it's not you. <laughs> it's me. We know Megan's one of them. It's so me. 39 other people that are listening to the show. Um, I don't know who you are, but we, we appreciate it. Um, ben and I appreciate it. And yep. uh, we, we promise next year when we start season three, <laughs> um, I'm going to be looking into really trying to get some good guests on because there's nothing more embarrassing than having somebody really smart or really cool on your show to make you look stupid. So um, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know about you. Um, it's not me yep. and Neil, right? You're not talking about me and Neil because we don't make you. No, 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 okay. not you guys. Sure. If anything, no, no, yeah, no, 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 but yeah, yeah. We uh, we did we do have uh, we're gonna uh, do we got a, a little different format, but but still this you know still yeah, we're gonna, gonna stick to the things, basics. You know? Yeah, we're gonna stick to. Uh, Ben asking really uh, serious, important questions, and then me pooping all over it with uh, ignorance. You know, so yeah, no, uh, you being you being really angry at you know wh- just who in puts time, them I on can your hear sandwich. Sean screaming again! Don't make me go, guys. <laughs> Sean, don't make me come in there. <laughs> don't make me go. <laughs> on, me? Fine, on, me? Wanna... on me, on me, on me. What's going on? <laughs> he's dying. He's talking about. Right. He's dying. He's, there's somebody. Yeah, he's yelling. Mm-hmm. You know, he's hell. He's that's on me means like help. I'm dying. Yeah, but serious, you guys, we really appreciate uh, appreciate yeah, our no. audience. Thank you very much. It's yeah, awesome. and then uh, season three will probably start up uh, in January after Christmas and whatnot. We'll probably do the first show, but done kind of what we did last year. But I, mm-hmm. I, you know, all around, I think it was a good year for it's good the show. Good I think year. it's fitting for us to have Neil and Megan yep. on for the last episode of season yep. two, and uh, yep. I look forward to season three. You know? Yep, yep, so, good deal. And uh, we'll piece. see you guys for Nilsson Christmas Fest. I, I we'll for see a second you, there, you I guys. thought you were going to say, and Thanks, we'll miss. see you guys at the movies. Oh, jeez. That too. <laughs> That's the way the cookie crumbles. Because the place we're in, the place we're in has a movie theater. <laughs> he's, he's like, <laughs> yes. Little bubbles popping over his head for a second. Yes. 
<laughs> Anyways, all right. All right well, thank you, thank you guys for listening, um, and thanks to you guys for coming and hanging out with us tonight. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll catch you guys in twenty twenty two. And again, I just want to give a special thanks to everybody that's been involved in season two. Doesn't seem like a lot, but it's been a lot of work. It's been a long two years so far. I want to say thank you to Preston Hardwick for all the hard work he's been putting into this episode. I want to say thank you to my dad, Ben Nelson, for doing this with me and really putting, you know, financing the whole thing. And thanks to all the listeners that are still listening to this show. We appreciate you. You guys rock. Kick ass. We'll see you next year. talking about no, turkey basted her for fuck's sake there ain't no brussels sprouts gonna happen in that fucking house no 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 sandwiches no. oh what is that yep the last one i like when you call me senorita mm-hmm. it makes me feel nice hey we, we ever figure out is this is this season 15 uh, fuck me every day is the worst day of your life he's looking for his mommy <sighs> whatever i'd give my left testicle for a bear like that. yeah that bear was the best man <laughs> peanut butter jelly peanut butter jelly peanut butter jelly it's a toyota what a toyota forerunner Hmm.